Hey everybody, <clears throat> a little bit, a little bit late tonight getting going. Waiting on a few people to get in here. My uh, co-host tonight, Travis, will uh, be joining me here in a second. As soon as he comes on, I'll uh, add him in. It's been kind of a long day today. <laughs> Was fortunate enough to uh, attend a uh, veterans, veterans. Uh, Veterans Recognition deal this morning. I'm going to bring Travis on right now. Huh. Travis, uh, make It's not letting me bring you on here, Travis. Um, let's, uh, I'm going to stop this thing and, uh, try it again. I see he's here, he's watching, but it won't let me bring him on for some reason. I don't know, uh, there we go. Now Travis is coming in with, with um, while he's coming, while, uh, while the magic of Facebook and everything is, uh, bringing him on here. Hopefully we won't have too many problems getting him in here, but, uh, had the had the uh, pleasure today of uh, attending a veterans veterans uh, veterans. Uh, Hello. Hey, how are you? Good, man. Good. Just uh, how's like my sound? Pardon me. How's my sound? Sounds good. I don't even see your hands free. You must uh, have a, have the old earbud type in here. No, you're on my iPad. Huh. Oh, okay. There's a difference instead of doing it from the good old phone. But anyway, tonight we're going to be uh, talking about what it means uh, to be a veteran, myself and uh, Travis. Travis is also uh, another one of the hosts here on our film and steel. What's your, what's your show right now, Travis? What, what's it called? The cooking, the trucking chef? That master chef trucking show. That's it. So uh, what, what days do you do your show on, Travis? So everybody uh, I usually drop a video or go live on a Friday. Okay. So all y'all that's tuned in tonight, um, he's one heck of a chef. We got a challenge going on at Matt's. He's going to see if I can tell the difference between a uh, a veggie burger and a real hamburger. So, right so, off the top, what do you got there? But anyway, we're going to we're going to be talking about what it means uh, to us as far as being a veteran and what made us uh, decide to go into the military, as well as uh, what it's like to be a veteran. So anyway, you got your feet up or your feet down tonight? Well, I've um, got my feet down and I got the game on. Oh, I got you. Where, where are you tonight? You said you're, what, up in uh, New York somewhere? Yeah, I'm in Bath, New York. Bath, New York. Yep, yep, that's right. Now that I'm thinking about it, we got a few people tuned in here. Uh, Robert Green down in Ohio, he's here. He's a recuperator. Hey, Robert. Truck accident a few months ago. Uh, Jeremy Jansen was tuned in, I think, in Oklahoma. He's going to be uh, loading a load of hogs in the morning, Dustin, at some point. Some point east of where he's at. Not real sure who Mikhail Arbuckle is, but anyway, thanks for tuning in. But anyway, um, why don't you kick it off uh, 
privacy. Uh, kind of tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, your military, uh, your military history. What you what you can discuss about it. Hold on one second. All right. All right. Now I can hear you a little bit better. Oh, much better. All right. Why, why don't you kick this off tonight with uh, telling everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, what you can tell about your uh, military career and what you can talk about it. Hello? I don't know. I'm getting like double feedback or something like that. Huh. Not sure what's going on because I don't have a hands free. Hold on. Right. Well, anyway, for while while um, Travis is getting himself straightened out there, I um I served in the in the Air Force from uh, 1983 to 2003. It was uh, 13 years of active duty, and then finished up my time in the uh, Ohio Air National Guard. Hey, Garden. invite me again. All right. We'll try this again. We'll get uh, Travis in here again. If you can hear me, uh, Travis, uh, make a comment again, and I'll add you back in that you're here or whenever you come back in. Um, but anyway, for those of you that don't don't know anything about my past, I was like I was saying, I was active duty from uh, 80, 83 to two thousand three. Retired in two thousand three from the Ohio Air National Guard. Uh, Travis, if you're back in here, make a comment so I know know to add you back in. I uh, stationed in Germany that I. Ended up in uh, Washington D.C. for about seven years in a, a plain closed, plain closed job. It was an honor to have uh, served with a lot of other guys at White House Communications Agency. Um, Travis, go ahead and comment that you're back. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, I uh, let's see here. There we go. Travis is back in. All right, I got you again, Travis. You're coming back in. I communications guy. joint service assignment. We provided communication support for the president, staff, vice president. So I got to travel quite a bit. Was fortunate enough to actually be assigned to the organization during the tail end of Ronald Reagan's administration. All of that endorsing the beginning of the Clintons. I left there in 1994. Went to Wright Patterson Air Force Base, and then I left there not long after the uh, Peace Accords and the uh, Bosnia Peace Talks. Went into a combat commune that provided tactical communications support all over the world at the drop of a hat. So, kind of a kind of a whirlwind uh, of what I did. Uh, Travis, is there a is the feedback gone now? Yeah, feedback's gone. All right, now back to what I was saying. I kind of gave everybody a rundown of what my uh, military career was. If you would, um, kind of uh, tell everybody what you can talk about with your military career, your background, and kind of <laughs> how you ended up where you where you did. All right. What I can talk about is, hey, uh, well, um, let's see. I started back out in uh, 2007 as active, uh, and I swapped over to reserve back in uh, 2013. And I got out. Uh, uh, well, yeah. All right. So um, I was a vehicle operator, and uh, which is uh, logistics. If anyone didn't know, 
<laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I was taught how to drive, uh, drive damn near everything, you know. Uh, there's uh, convoys in there. And, um, hey, uh, special, special things. <laughs> special, there special you go, things. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing like being a lost child and can't sort of things that you really did. But anyway, what up? Um, T1, hey, T1, T1 operator status. T1 operator status. What was your most memorable assignment or deployment for them? You know, it sticks in, sticks in your mind. Well, you know what? It, 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 wasn't, uh, it wasn't an assignment. But uh, some memorable, memorable people. Um, I had a master sergeant, or actually senior master sergeant brought. I still talk to him till today. Um, when I first uh, made it out to um, Joint Base, or they call it JBLM, so Joint Base Lewis McCord. When I first made it out there, um, he took me under his wing and he showed me the ropes and hell, still to the, to uh, still to today, um, he's still showing me uh, ropes, although he's retired, you know. Right. Yeah, he's like a second dad to me. Uh, let's see, I had uh, another good friend, uh, which is watching um, Eric Barton. He's on here. Uh, I was out there with him. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, another good friend, um, Eldon Hubbard. He's another good one. We've gone a lot of places. Oh, yeah. The, the brotherhood that's formed, I mean, it's amazing how that brotherhood has carried on through your military career. Oh, I yes, it is. We're still mentors today, and, you know, I, I kind of look at it as playboy today, and I mean, that's, that's kind of what carries over the trucking. But, you know, those of us that have been out here for a while, we should uh, we should try to be mentors to, to the other guys that are up and coming. It doesn't matter about age or whatever. You know, the, the brotherhood out here in the, in the trucking industry is really no different than what it was in the military. I don't know. All right. Exactly, exactly. Well, man. What do you miss in your military career? The travel. You're doing it. You're still doing it. I miss handling certain items. I'll never forget my first job. My, my first, uh, one of my first deployments overseas, I think I was in Africa or something like that. Deja Vudi. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tell you something tomorrow when we're not on the air. It was <laughs> but anyway, one of, the, one of these goofy things that just pops into mind, you know, talking about memorable places. Jumped in a, uh, in a truck. Was, I can't remember what too big country it was. But anyway, jumped in a truck, and that's when I realized, uh, wait a minute, this is a right-hand drive, not a left-hand drive. I'm not supposed to be mm -hmm. where I was. It was quite humorous. The guy goes, well, looks like I got a drive of the day. I said, man, I'll be so confused. There won't be a transmission left in this truck or anything. Turned to shift it left-handed. It was like, you know, 
we got out in the country kind of out where there's uh, where I couldn't do too much damage. I never did get myself clean maybe it was enough to stiff with that left hand. It just it just did not seem right at all. Hell, that's what they taught me how to do. They taught me how to drive any damn thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to still teach myself on that little that little experience. Yeah, when I when I was stuck out in California the other week or a couple of weeks ago, the damn record driver dropped my truck off the wrecker when he was uh, picking it up. Oh, I told man. him to move the hell out. I told him, told him to move, move the hell out of the way and let me do it. He was like, how do you know how to do it? I said, I'm in the Air Force. I know how to do all this shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. <laughs> well, that's all good. That's all, that's all good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good times. Good times. You know, the, you know the, the brotherhood that's out here today, you know I mean? You and I really never got to know each other until a few days ago. And it was like, wow. You know, somebody's right? you know, it's I'm like another guy from the Air Force. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, another warped individual. You're right. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry you're stuck up in Bath, but I guess there's, there's worse places. But at least, uh, at least there's facilities there. Put it that way. Oh, uh, you know what? I can't see a damn thing out outside of my windows because I've got my curtains. But um, my APU is blasting with all this heat, and I've got a big old pot of um, rice with a pot roast in it too. I'm pretty happy. And then I've got the game going. Hey, I'm living a life out here. That's all you need. Huh? Oh. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh. I've got the Sega Genesis with 40 games, or no, 42 games. Oh, okay. Yeah, the wife stole my PlayStation 4. Her oh, and Travis Jr. like to play Fortnite. I got you. <laughs> so, well, where are you headed to with your family? I'm actually headed to southeastern Massachusetts, and then I'll be headed back to Chicago, and then. I don't know where I'll, uh, I'll probably either go to Vegas or uh, Kent, Washington. Well, see, I, I live in Fulton, Illinois, which is like uh, 30 minutes from Walcott, Iowa. Right. So, it's, you know, I, I got the best of both worlds being smack dab in the middle. I can go, uh, I can go east or west. It don't matter to me. Three days e either way, it's a round trip. There you go. Oh, I got to give a shout out actually, just to the list. I have to. Hopefully, Nick's listening right now too. Let's be on the way down the road. Um, Melissa and Nick, they uh, they run together with Full for Steelman out of Springfield, uh, Missouri. Actually, uh, your other half, Nick and I, we were involved in a uh, deal with Tony Justice on the uh, Trucker Jamboree. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with Tony Justice, Check this music out. He's got a really good uh, patriotic truck driving veteran song uh, called Snow Stripes for White Lines. We, uh, we, uh, we, we always uh, try to help turn the you know, turn around. But he uh, starts out with a Snow Stripes for White Lines. He has this, uh, I don't know, it's a massive flag. It's probably 12 foot by 30 feet or something like that. I think we're fortunate enough out of the Trucker Jamboree to be part of the flag survey. We're playing in the band, we'll start out with the Radicat Tab and we'll stay with them. Kind of like the old Mosby bringing the flag in. There you go, bro. 
So my question is, do you miss it? Uh, days like today, we did because there's that common bond, and I was, I was really fortunate to come up myself. Was, uh, was involved in a joint service assignment when I was in Washington. That was part of the reason why we didn't wear uniforms. We didn't dress with any of rank. It was usually missed. Everybody referred to a miss or a miss or whatever like that. So the camaraderie of the service thing really it was like none of them. You, you, you've done joint service stuff. Yeah, that, that's what I really miss the most is the camaraderie of well, yeah, Marines know how to party. <laughs> I said, well, yeah, Marines know how to party. You know, it's good you bring these guys, they were all like three, three, fours. They were like, oh, well, Sergeant Novak, he's been with the We'll just hang with him when we were off duty like that. Like, pretty bad when you have a reputation of being the guy. You're on a trip. Find him. Go find a good time and find him. Well, you know, well, you know what? It's when they find out the, that the guy from the Air Force can handle the weapon way better than a Marine can. Oh, yeah. So uh, what was one of your favorite places? Or least favorite places to, uh, to be PCS2? Well, I, I, was, I was assigned to Germany for three years. That was a great time. That was uh, about the year 47 when I was stationed in D.C. I can still get on with it right now. But deployments, deployment-wise, I mean, that, that's what I did most of the time. For that seven-year period, that I was in D.C. It would be anywhere from three days to a month. We'd be deployed somewhere. Probably... 
like two most memorable places to be able to go to. But this wasn't the whole world, it wasn't the whole world, it probably left some of the audience to get out of the room to be a freaking friend for a friend of the world. On our way to Buenos uh, Aires, Argentina, we, we spent a lifetime one night in a Brazilian museum. Uh, oh, see, my favorite base was Nellis. Nellis Air Force Base was a favorite because of um, Las Vegas. I'll uh, see the worst place that I've been it uh it was uh Fort Leonard Wood during the winter and everything off base that was actually on, on the blacklist yeah. No nightclub, class parlors, all that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of it. I mean, it was being assigned actually to the deployment. It was, uh, I got assigned to right back to the Air Force Base. But the three bases are definitely going to be But that one Yeah, so that's why you're sticking around there. You like right there. I was going to stick around there. Melissa Hatfield just asked me a question. Nick just asked me if there's any plans to do that. No, we're not going to be there. Doing the truck show, but Melissa, we're going to be doing a cruise in Ohio Association. I'll have a couple of months. Don't mind me, I'm moving around for better service. Now I'm going through the garbage. We're getting feedback through your tablet. We're getting feedback through your tablet. This is my regular cell phone. Do what? Uh, it was just connected to my, uh, just to my cell phone. Okay, now, have, uh, now, the, now the garbage is gone, but anyway, or the garble. Um, what I was saying, for those of you that didn't hear it, uh, Melissa, we're not going to be doing a truck show in, in Ohio this next year, but I will be uh, involved with a cruise in that's going to be uh, a benefit. Pediatric cancer in uh, New Carlisle, Ohio, will be uh, May May 9th. So kind of stay tuned for that. Kind of making a plan to be there. It's not an actual tr truck show, but it's actually going to be a cruise in, and uh, it'll be the usual cast of character characters there, Melissa. You'll uh, 
you kind of get the gist of that. You've uh, hung out with most of them before, so let Nick know that. For those of you that aren't aware of it, um, you know, it, it'll it'll be a pretty good time. Travis hasn't been involved with any of the truck shows that a lot of these people are tuned into tonight that uh, I've been involved with. It it's a it's a re they're really a good time. While we're on that subject, you ever have you ever been to any truck shows outside of Louisville, Matt's? Uh, Matt, I've been to Matt's and Gats, and I've been to uh, uh, Guilty by Association. Okay, okay, G Bats. The, the shows that I'm right. usually involved with, it's it's along the lines then, of like that. They're back like a back row party, right? And then um, I'm always I'm always at uh, the Walcott Jamboree. Okay, what well, were you there two years ago? Yeah, I'm there every year because I live right down the road from it. Okay, then you you remember the flag ceremony when Tony played a few years ago? Yeah, right? yeah. Myself yeah. and Nick, we we were the one we were the, we were involved in that. So. You know, anytime you're wait, 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 at the Jamboree, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, because um, we uh, uh, I I helped out do the flag ceremony for um, um, Matt's actually at okay. the Uber, like uh, yeah, at the yeah. Uber party, yeah, yeah. So, you remember the one with the big flag that they did at uh, the Jamboree that year when Tony played, right? Right, yeah, that, that it, it's so cool as you. As you know, then to be involved in something, but especially when you do the big flag, and then we fold it versus just carrying oh, yeah. the flag in and walking out. I think it it really adds a lot more to it. It does. And actually, the first time Tony did that was at the truck show in Ohio. Um, in Ohio, it was uh, two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. We were going to hang the American flag up from the back of the stage. Well, we couldn't get it hung up because the stage was already set up. So Tony's right. wife said. Well, hey, better yet, why don't we get a group of veterans and walk it in in front of the stage? And it turned out so cool. You you couldn't even we. It'll never be duplicated what we did there because the lights on the back of the stage were red, white, and blue behind it, and the red, white, oh, and blue perfect. Were, were coming through the flag. You know, the guys on the um, the guys on the on the one side they got down on their knees, and then those of us that were taller we held up the back side. I mean, it it turned out really cool like that. It just it was the first time it the first time Tony had ever done it, and it was doing a pledge of allegiance. Let's let's march the flag in like that, and actually have like right. a ceremony unfolded. So I mean, it's for me, it's always very moving. Anytime there's anything to do with the flag, I don't care if the colors are posted like they were today with the uh, elementary school I was at. It my damn allergies always seem to kick in during certain certain ceremonies, for lack of better words. Right. Uh, yeah, see, uh, hopefully I get a chance to do it for my son next year when he goes to school. Um, and if I would have been home today, I, I would have, uh, or if I would have been home on Friday when they did the ceremony, I would have done it. Yep. It's it's so worth it, you know, to hear these kids get up and read what Veterans Day means to them or whatever. I mean, you know, the innocence of a child, a second, third, fourth grader doing that kind of stuff, it's uh it, it's it's something to be something to be a part of, you know, just to to be there to you know pay tribute to our fallen brothers more than anything. It was kind of neat today at the one I was at. There was a World War II Marine that was uh, in attendance there. It was oh so neat to still see still see the World War II guys floating around. They're getting to be fewer and fewer. So 
I'm starting to feel like one of the old guys when I go to one of these things now. Really? Oh, yeah. I look around and it's like, you know, because I, I, I went in in 1983. So, I mean, there okay. was still a lot, of the, a lot of the Vietnam guys were in. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of my influence in my younger days in the Air Force, my first mm-hmm. duty assignment, were all of Vietnam era guys. The kind of kind of went through the school of hard knocks, you know, where, you know, take this stuff seriously, what you're doing, it's playing for keeps. And then, oh, yeah, fast forward to my uh, about, I don't know, it was probably in 1999, the guard unit I was in, a lot of guys would uh, pop off and it's like, oh, man, you're deploying with Master Sergeant Novak. Let us know how that one turns out. And well, you know, what's funny. Guard gets deployed a whole lot, especially when you're in Wisconsin Guard. Uh, Man, well, Ohio, I tell you, the Ohio Guard gets deployed a lot too. The the two sixty uh, combat comm squadron that I used to be. Or a uh, Kentucky? No, Ohio. No, I said yeah, and Kentucky goes a lot too. Yep. Holy moly! Yeah, the the, <laughs> the only unit I was in, they have always got at least five to ten people out of that unit deployed at all times. Mm-hmm. Being tactical comms. In fact, they um, when the uh, hurricane hit Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. they deployed down there after the first one, and all the rest of the guardsmen that were down there when the second second um, hurricane come through, mm-hmm. they unasked. They all they all bugged out. The guys from my unit actually stayed there to keep comms up. So they they they've weathered a few storms. Never mind. I I don't know how many rotations they pulled in the Persian Gulf between Iraq, Afghanistan, and out, as well as uh, African operations. Right. So, yeah, you know, I wonder why. Never mind. <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, I was going to say Columbia would be nice. Columbia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Columbia would be nice. Well, it's nice. Uh, it's a nice area. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think one of the biggest hells I probably went to was Chile. It was down there for a month back in the mm. uh, in the in the late eighties. Well, yeah, I think it was, it was nineteen ninety, as a matter of fact, because that was uh, a week after my daughter was born. We deployed down there for a month. That that flat out sucked. Got I ended up with dysentery while I was there, and that is miserable when you get that. Yeah, I bet. So, is what it is. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I bet it is. And there, there ain't, there ain't <laughs> no pills going to cure that problem. That's just got to work its way out, for lack of better words. Sounds like an ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, believe those words. <laughs> mine, might be, mine might be too good. I don't know. <laughs> oh uh, man. Well, let well, me ask yeah, you something. With, with your, uh-huh. your your years in the in the Air Force, if you had the opportunity, or was forced to do it again, would you be willing to do it? Yeah, but I'd do it differently, though. Well, wouldn't we all? <laughs> well, yeah, I'd do it again. Sometimes I, I sometimes I walk around base now, and it's like, damn. Wow. All right, so, yeah, I do kind of feel old, but I'm still young. Yeah, how do you think I feel? Like, see, look, I'm, I'm 32. Yeah, I'm 55, and I do feel old when I go on base. That's what's funny. You yeah, know, you, see, you see all these young people, and I'm like, oh, my God, am I that old? 
what's pathetic <laughs> is I sit here and look at these generals today, and it's like, wait a minute, most of these generals are younger than I am. What the heck is wrong yeah. with this picture? You know? Oh yeah, you rank up, you rank up fast. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, you get rank really fast. Yep, especially when you do a few tours, few tours oh, yeah. overseas. So, but anyway, yeah, you do a couple tours, get a bronze medal, get a silver medal. Wouldn't know. Uh, any of those. Yeah, as long as yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's a whole combination of things that you can do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that'll 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 get you fast track to uh, anything. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Cro- you know what? I wanted to cross train to be a pilot. Why didn't you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I did do. I did do. Uh, I did go to flight school though. Uh huh. On my own time. There you go. <laughs> I could have I could have seen you being a, a C one thirty pilot. I th- I think that would have been a good uh a good mix for you. Uh I think I would rather fly a C five or a C seventeen. Globemaster. Oh man. I got You know why? Mix. Why? Those are the guys that get the commercial jobs. <laughs> no, that's not necessarily true. I've got a really good friend. He retired as a lieutenant colonel from the uh, mm-hmm. Air Force Reserves. Mm-hmm. He's flying an Airbus A three hundred and eighty now for Continental, and he was a. C-130. That's what I said. And he, but he was a C one hundred and thirty pilot. Oh, okay. So, oh hell, he's probably got like twenty five. He's got about twenty five, thirty thousand uh, flight hours. Yeah, he had fifteen thousand combat hours in Afghanistan and Iraq. Ooh, as well as the first go around, yeah. He he had a lot of hours in the seat. So uh, you know what? I thought about being an air marshal. What staff you doing? Well, I uh, worked at a Triple Canopy. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, the Triple Canopy. I did the same. Uh, I, it's like I got out of the Air Force to do the same damn thing. Right. Yeah. So why? Except, except for we're uh, we're running around mixed in with black or uh, X E guys. Yes. <laughs> suburbans. Would um, would not would know a thing about suburbans showing up. <laughs> I've got I've got some friends. PSD. Yeah, oh. PSD details. And you know what? You know what? It's crazy. They came up with a video game for it. Really. Yeah, there's a there's a contractor video game now. Really? <laughs> right. I think a hey, uh, Travis. I think your mom just tuned in. Oh yeah, my, yeah. That uh, that's mom number two. <laughs> oh, that's your backup mom. I got you. So. Oh no, no. <laughs> oh no, well she's still a regular mom. She's still a regular mom. I got you. Oh, number two. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have had a really really long day. I hate to cut this short, but I want to thank you guys, everybody, for tuning in. Not to not to cut it short. I want to get you on here tonight, you know, and kind of let people give a see our perspective of uh, what it's all about. What what what's your perspective on uh, going from the military into trucking? Give give me your uh, give me your perspective on similarities and differences. Well, the pay is better. 
uh, uh, hurry up and wait. Still the same. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, inspections. Uh, well, yeah, you know what? That's yeah, it's like we're going by government rules. You know, you do something wrong and it could cost you your job, like literally. Or you do something wrong and you can kill yourself or other people. So we got to be super careful on what we're doing. Yep. It's a good perspective. Uh, I never really thought about it like that on the inspection <laughs> side of it. Right. I, guess that's why, yeah, I, guess, I guess that's why veterans don't don't sweat it when the man man with the badge and the and the uh, the scale master pull you around back. It's like, all right, they can't they can't kill me. All right. They might make you sit for, <laughs> they might make you sit for ten hours, but they ain't going to kill you. They can't touch you. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's our new words of wisdom. Hey, what are they going to do to you? The worst they're going to do is park you. Yeah, they can't do a damn thing about it. <laughs> yeah. There you go, guys. Those of you that are still tuned in, remember that. Next time DOT stops you, trooper stops you, just roll with it. Worst they're going to do is mm -hmm. give you a piece of paper, good or bad. You know, you know what? It, it, it does help if they can smell the food cooking. They can smell. Yeah, they can listen to you. Hey, I, hey, I got a sticker. I got a sticker from a level one. He said, uh, "I'll give you uh, your truck looks pretty damn nice, and the trailer does too. How about uh, you give me what's in that instant pot, and I'll give you a sticker." <laughs> I said, "A sticker." He said, "Uh, yeah." I was like, "All right." Uh, he was, I was like, huh, you must, I was like, you can smell it, huh? He's like, yeah, you're smelling up the garage. I've got to get some. <laughs> All righty. So, well, that's, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, well, everybody tune in on um, on Friday to Travis's show. You might learn how to cook something there in a the truck or on the road or whatever. And I will uh, be back sometime next week, typically on Mondays. Kind of got delayed tonight. I, uh, Got a late start because of the uh, veterans program I went to, and I had some stops I needed to make. And yep, they walked off again. Surprisingly, they're all tucked in in the barn, feeding water. Go back at it again tomorrow. Hammer down. So. Well, you know I'm hungry, so. <laughs> right. I'm we'll let you go, Travis. Thanks a lot for joining me tonight. Uh, happy, all right, happy, thanks. Happy Veterans Day to you and uh, happy... everybody who's tuned in tonight. All right, Happy Veterans Day and Happy Veterans Day to everybody else. Take care, brother. We'll see you. <laughs> All right, bye. Yeah, bye.